Welcome to the Anachronism Podcast. I'm your host, composer Gustav Hoyer. Welcome back, and it's a pleasure to have you again at the Anachronism Podcast. Today's episode is going to build on last episode. And in the last episode, if you had a chance to listen, we took a look at the research of Dr. Thomas Schaefer. Dr. Schaefer is a psychologist, a researcher in Germany, who has done some study on the psychological role of music in our life. And I think we all appreciate how music enriches our life, but he did more of a disciplined and structured view of and, and a study of why we choose to listen to music. For me, as a composer and a creator of music, it was eye-opening. In particular, there was one aspect of our motivation for listening to music that stuck out to me, and I, we're going to explore that today. And it's music in its function in mood regulation and arousal. In other words, music as utility, how it shapes our mood. And this isn't surprising. Uh, upon reflection, music as an amplifier or even a shaper of emotion. Uh, we've all been in that space before where music has helped us be cheery or or uh, picked up a dark mood or, or even brought solemnity to an occasion. And uh, as a composer, I've often focused on one of the other motivations for music, and that is music's introspective quality, that the way it's, as I described it, a mirror for our own soul and the journey of ourselves. And in this case, I, um, I was challenged to consider another aspect of music making, and that has to do with, again, mood control or, or mood regulation. And so what we're going to do today is listen to music that is joyful for joy's sake. And I wrote a piece over the last several weeks, and it is scored for a very contemporary ensemble, but it has classical roots, and we're going to take a look at those classical roots, and then we're going to listen side by side to how joyful music could sound in two different centuries. We're going to listen to some Mozart, and Mozart, if you know his music, you'll know it has a wit and an elegance that's almost unmatched anywhere else in any musical tradition. Just the delightful, charming humor of it and the graciousness of it. His music is uh, intellectually stimulating and elegant, and it's joyful. And it was written, so much of it was written, to accompany life and to bring joy into the chamber. And in fact, we're going to listen to a piano sonata that has that element to it. And so uh, sit back and relax, maybe grab some coffee or a cocktail as we take a look at music for joy's sake. And a particular note about this is this is being recorded in late May of 2020, after several months of global lockdown and quarantine due to the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of folks are feeling cooped up and suffocated by being indoors all the time. And these three pieces that I have written are all about breaking through the front door and out into the world with a spring in your step. And I'm tentatively calling the collection Escaping Quarantine, and I'll be releasing it through various... Uh, broadcast channels and Spotify over the next week or so. This is kind of a pre-announcement for the recording, but it's just my contribution of bringing some lightness and some delight, hopefully, to people who have been cooped up. And uh, so today's all about joyful exploration. But first, to Mozart. So 
the inspiration for this piece uh, that I have composed, uh, somewhere deep in the recesses of my brain has long lived this G major piano sonata. It's in three movements. It's Kircherlisting 283, and the Listing is just a catalog of all of Mozart's works. It's a systematic way to keep track of all the different music that he wrote, over 600 pieces. And uh, so when you see that K next to a Mozart piece, it's just its catalog number. Um, nothing fancier than that. And Kirchel 283 is a G major sonata. It was three movements and written in 1774. Uh, ironic that two years before, that was just two years before the American Revolution would be the ultimate breaking out of quarantine uh, with uh, the shot heard around the world, as it were, in Lexington and Concord. In the American colonies, uh, America would be born in a profound way that would go on to be influential throughout the world. And this sonata is two years prior to that. So it's right in that time zone when ideas of freedom and liberty are starting to appear in uh, European countries in varying ways. The French Revolution wouldn't be far behind. And this breaking out of the idea of individual liberty and governments that are designed to secure that individual liberty are starting to appear in a in a major way, right around the time this sonata is written. So how fitting on the topic of liberty versus quarantine. Uh, even though our quarantine is semi-voluntary, it's not entirely voluntary. And we can see that human nature desires to break out the front door and skip down the street and celebrate with other humans. And that's been put on hold for several months around the world. And we're seeing that take its toll on our collective psyche. So again, this Mozart piece, the timing of when it was written, the timing of our current situation, and the piece that I have written echoing Mozart's work all come together today. So let's start with Mozart's G major sonata, first movement, which is just simply titled Allegro, which means fast, and this is Kirchel 283.
Well, now let's turn our attention to my own work and how it follows exactly the same pattern. My first piece, my first movement of this three-movement work it has the exact same structure and same motivations. It sets up a tension in the key relationship between the first music you hear and the second. But you'll immediately recognize the instrumentation is very different and the musical style is very different. This is bubblegum pop. This is light, spirited, syncopated pop music as you might hear it on the radio anywhere. So stylistically, it doesn't sound at all like Mozart. But in terms of its effect, its mood, it's full of joy. And I wanted to write music with no shadows in it. There might be a few uh, slight areas of, of darker just so you can enjoy the brightness, but it's bubblegum. That's why I call this candy for the ears. Both the Mozart and this work are trying to just bring delight, great delight, through the joys of music. And this uses that sonata Lego form as well. So now here's my piece, Spring in My Step.
and that was spring in my step, breaking out the front door, free from quarantine, out into the world, full of joy. Okay, so now let's listen to the second movement of Mozart's G major sonata. The second movement in a sonata form typically is a little more subdued, a little more lyrical. And so that first movement's allegro, it's bright, it gets your attention. The second movement's a little more subdued, a contrast, more lyrical. And then the third movement again comes back fast and, and delightful. And my own uh, offering does the same thing. And so this second movement first of the Mozart, you'll hear it's more lyrical, it moves a little more through introspection.
And that was the Andante from Mozart's G Major Sonata. And you can hear it's a little more subdued in tone and uh, a little more lyrical. So now let's listen to the second movement of my parallel work. And the second movement for this is called Skipping Out My Door. And it has a similar, more subdued tone than the first movement. But again, this is bubblegum pop, pure and simple. is skipping out my door and hopefully you heard the skipping in the music and the joyfulness of it and a style note in Mozart's time with the piano you can hear the percussive nature of the piano gives his music a certain motion in our time we rely a lot on percussion drum and so you hear different hand claps and different uh, different figurations and the rhythmic complexity of pop music modern contemporary music is um, is greater than that would have been in Mozart's time. Uh, in Mozart's time, the compositional complexity 
was in some different areas, counterpoint and harmonic language and unexpected turns of melody. In our time, a lot of it has to do with rhythm. In fact, one way I've heard the difference between post-rock and roll revolution music and pre, in the European tradition at least, is prior to rock and roll, uh, music might be built up from harmonic or melodic uh, structures that the melody and the and the harmonies were where the complexity and the unexpected elements were and the interest were. With rock and roll, uh, the preeminence of rhythm and rhythmic interest uh, put the drum set actually as the foundational resource in a lot of pop music. And so you might start your piece with what the drummer plays. And the drum and the bass are often seen together as a combination of the percussion or the rhythmic line you, that comes out of jazz as well. That idea that, uh, and you hear that in these pieces that have actually in many cases started with some interesting percussion figuration and then I moved into the thematic elements, the harmonies and the melodies. And so this music is less harmonically or melodically complicated than some of the classical music, classical style that I have written elsewhere and I'm trying to explore a whole new uh, approach to creating listener interest. My ultimate goal is to create music that delights here, uh, and hopefully you enjoyed that. And so with that said, let's move to the final movements from Mozart and the final movement from my own work. And Mozart's final movement is titled Presto, which means fast, and it's uh, skipping and delightful and energetic. And in this case, the Sonata Allegro form is still in play. You'll hear it.
part was the skipping presto of the G major sonata of Mozart, and now the final movement of my own sonata. This one's called Everything's Going My Way.
And that was Everything's Going My Way, the third movement of my own inspired by Mozart, joyful three-movement sonata for American pop band. I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope the music of Mozart brings you delight, and hopefully my own music brings some measure of the same. I'll be releasing those three uh, in the coming weeks to coincide with summer, breaking out of doors, breaking out of quarantine. And so I'll have more information through my social media channels on Facebook and Twitter in the coming weeks, as well as on my website, gustavhoyer.com. And you can check me out at any of those locations. And I'd love to hear from you. If you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy its contents, um, please let me know. And let me know how I can shape this podcast to better delight you, better inform you, and better enrich your life. Uh, that's why I do it. And hopefully, although I may not ever see your face, uh, it's an opportunity for us to connect around the joy of making and listening to music. So with that, thanks for listening in to this episode of the Anachronism Podcast, Candy for Your Ears. Until next time, thank you. <laughs>